Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 239. Cool. Uh, I was going to say cool. Oh, it is cool. Yeah, I don't know what else you're going to say. I'm going to say that I'm Corey, okay. and uh, you're Nick. That's what I was named. Yes, yeah, Cyborg Nick. That's That was a name. That's you being dumb. There are other names. I can't remember them. I've got a few names for you right now. I oh can my goodness. Use. Yeah. Is one of them Badass? Uh, no. Oh, damn. I would have went with Corey Badass. No, or Badass Corey. Nah, it's... The last word is ass, but not the oh. first. Ass wipe? Because that was used in this week's it movie. Wasn't. It's a term I haven't heard in a long time. But uh, this is the B-Movie Breakdown. It's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed at the end of every episode, so make sure you stay tuned there. You don't change it to a different podcast. Don't turn the, the podcast off when it's at the end. We don't do ads at the end. On the podcast dial. We don't do all sorts of bullshit at the end. We tell you what the next movie is going to be. Yeah. So you can watch it. Because yeah. like this week's movie is on Amazon Prime. You can watch it before you listen to the episode. This podcast is brought to you by Amazon Prime. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. We don't do ads, but this podcast it, is brought to you by Amazon Prime. And it's Prime. also brought to you by uh, Anchor. That's an ad that's on here, I'm sure. Anchor ad is usually uh, on here. I would think you would know where the ad would be on your own podcast. The ad is is always on here. That's what I figured. Yeah, and it's the anchor ad. I know. So I'm just you little, made it like a mystery. Just yeah, I'm trying to keep it keep people guessing, even though they've already heard it by this. point. You do make people guess about they, lots of things. I mean, but I'm not going to make them guess about where they can find this podcast. It's all over. It's true. It's everywhere you get podcasts. Uh, all over the globe. Same thing with our wrestling podcast, The Reversal. You can find yeah. that everywhere you get podcasts. And at Reverse This on social media. You can find this podcast on social media at B-Movie Breakdown. Email us, bmoviepodcast at gmail.com. If you have a movie you want us to watch or uh, you made a movie you want us to watch and send it to us, uh, the email is the best way to contact us there or DM us on any social media as well. Uh, you can leave us a voice message uh, for this podcast. It, there's a link for that in the show notes. Uh, you can do that through Anchor. It's pretty easy to do that. Uh, a little uh, feature there they have. So that's pretty sweet. Cool. And uh, Nick, do you have some things you want to plug? Yeah, I'd like to plug your fucking eyes out of your head. Oh my goodness. That, I feel like that would hurt. What would you use to plug them? My, like plugging usually means like you put something in. Yeah, like like my thumbs. You're gonna put your thumbs in my eye socket. Yeah, that's what pull I'm gonna my do. Eyeballs out. It's gonna like pop. Goes your eyeballs. <laughs> oh, damn it. That's I'm not tired. It's fine. I'm just saying stuff. It's all good. All right. But what I would like people to do, if you'd like, you can follow me at Scatterville Stories. Scatterville Stories, or just search. Um, yeah, just search that on the Instagram. It'll come up. And then if you would also like to follow a podcast I do with my good friend Zach um, called Weird and Feared, which deals with monsters, madness, and mayhem. It's kind of a supernatural, global uh, folklore type affair. You can look for Weird and Feared wherever you find the podcasts. And on the Instagram, Weird and Feared, where I post illustrations that relate to said episodes. So that's what I got going on the internet. That's what you got going on on the internet. Yeah. And also on the internet, you can find this week's movie. It's on Amazon Prime Video. It stars the always badass Cynthia Rothrock. It's called Honor and Glory. It's the best of the worst.
you feel about one year later revisiting a Cynthia Rothrock movie? I feel okay about it. Uh, I feel like I, it, I, don't like, know, I don't know how I feel about it already being a year. I feel like it, we could have used more Cynthia Rothrock in this movie. Yeah, I feel like we dropped the ball. I thought you meant in the past year. Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, this is in this movie. She filmed all of her scenes in one week. Just knocking them out. She's barely in the movie. It's true. It's more about her sister. But she's still important. Joyce. She still does enough. Yeah. Her, it, it, her. it does a good, it does, um, her being in it does, does fine. It works out okay because there's like a bunch of, there's like a whole cast of characters. Yeah. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters we meet for a very short amount of time and never see again. Like, uh, Sifu. He, yeah, but that's just to see it right, but he's a character, you're yeah, right. But he's mentioned a lot, though. He's important. His name In the scene where he's in, his name is said like a thousand times. It's at least that many. He's important. He is important. He's her godfather. He raised her. <laughs> but he's like never in the movie again. It's kind of a bummer. He just, you know, set the tone. Helps give the backstory. Yeah, he he helps for sure. The um, he, fighting with him shows how... When she goes to the dojo or um, wherever they go to train, that shows like, oh, she's got skills. Joyce Pride's got skills. The Pride sisters got skills. It makes sense that you would learn um, kung fu to that such a level and then become a news reporter. But I guess it helps because nobody can fuck with you. Remember when she got jumped by a senator's daughter and that never gets acknowledged again? In the very beginning. Yeah, like what, what did was she do to? That? How bad was her? Her that guy's that daughter's dad, and she knew kung fu too and had a knife. Everybody knew kung fu. Yeah, everybody knew some form of martial arts in this movie. I'm surprised the dad didn't know martial arts. Right, uh, and, and like this movie is really just. It's about this trigger that's been stolen. Yeah, it's a it's a real good MacGuffin. And really, there is no trigger. It's a sting. It's a sting mm-hmm. to trap this guy, Jason Slade. Yeah, it's like, so the, yes, the CIA is engaged in entrapment. Yes. It's an illegal activity. Yes. To frame a legitimately bad guy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Who's the bad guy? <laughs> I mean, Jason Slade. He's, he's a terrible person. Yeah, he sucks. But he was, like, when he was in martial arts mode, he was cool looking. He never got that way again. What? Rings on his arms. They were for training. With a sweet fucking stick sword. He never uses, like, yeah, his staff or the bow staff. That's got a name. Yeah, and he got a big blade on the end. He never mm-hmm. used that again. When he fought at the end, he was just, like, in his, like, normal clothes. Yeah, he went with the tracksuit for that final fight. Yeah, not his, like, sweet getup he had earlier. No. I don't know. It's a... I was just impressed with the level of characters in this film. Yeah, there's and a... the attention to all of their like individual personalities. Yeah, it would be great if the movie had a better ending. Ah, uh, you can't you're making it seem like <laughs> you're making it seem like Game of Thrones. You gotta enjoy the journey. I'm sure I'm sure if anybody who watched Game of Thrones and bitched and complained, they need to watch a movie like this. Well for that doesn't even have an ending. This is this is a, but like the bad guy goes to jail. It's over. Yeah, at least it, I guess at least it had something. It's it not has a, an ending. It's not a neon. No, maniacs. some movies just end like they're about to begin their third act, and there's oh we're over now. Yeah, neon maniacs. God, that movie was great. It'd be a cultural a cultural phenomenon. It'd be movie classic. 
If it just if it had an ending. That's why people forgot about it, why it just didn't go anywhere. Why it just like was dead in arrival. Yeah. I mean, but we watch a lot of movies like this too, though, that have these kind of endings. These like almost like a non ending. It's like remember like what was it? Remember watch Dream a Little Dream Two? And they had a like a big fight thing at the uh-huh. end on a rooftop, and then all yep. of a sudden, bloop and like that's one of the more recent ones I can remember, but yeah. this is kind of the same way. Like the bad guy loses. And it'd be like if like when you go see like a Marvel movie yes. and they defeat the big bad guy. Yep. And like there's like two seconds more of footage. It's no. like Iron Man beats, you know, like the Mandarin, okay? Yeah. Say it in a new movie. Sure. Iron Man beats the Mandarin. Sure. And it's like this huge epic fight, whatever. And then Tony Shark just looks at the camera and he's like, yeah. And then it just ends. Yeah. Well, it's almost like Optimus Prime d- destroys Opt- Megatron and Sentinel, is missing an arm, and then like the bad guys are dead and then it just ends. Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yep. <laughs> or he wins the day and just flies into space and it's over. Michael Bay, Michael Bay mastered that type of ending. Over now. Movie's done. Which is weird because not all of his movies are like that. So it's just like, the ones he doesn't care about. He just about. got lazy at towards no, the end. No, just toward a franchise. Just the ones he didn't care about. Yeah. Right? He's just like, that's oh, over now. Unfortunately. Okay. But uh, yeah, this movie it was it's it did a good job of like like you said building characters up and you know letting you learn about Joyce who is like this reporter and she's a martial artist and her sister Tracy who is a martial artist too and she's in the FBI and their dad is in the CIA uh, and this has caused like a rift between the family because he wasn't around enough because I guess their mom and dad were separate. And it seems like one kid, like one parent got a kid. Yeah. And then their mom died. So then she was raised, then Joyce was raised by Sifu. Right. Who was her, they live on opposite ends of the earth? Maybe across. Yeah, like they all lived in Washington, D.C. You'd think, right? Just across town. Right. They just couldn't get past the Washington Monument or what? I don't get it. I don't know. But dad was in the CIA, so what was so I can get that he was working all the time, but but Tracy didn't live with their mom. They right. said that, so like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird, bizarre thing. Maybe a CIA op went bad and their mom died. And then now now knowing that the dad was working with the whole ploy the whole time. Yeah. It makes you wonder, like, oh, did she get the tip off on the report? Remember, because the guy said no reporters. Yeah. But the thing is, why was that scene even in the beginning in the first place? What? The scene with the people in the room talking about the trigger being stolen. Because that was just setting up that there's a trigger missing. Yeah, but we didn't even need that scene because those people shouldn't be in that room talking about it because they should know that it's all a fake well, ploy. Was it, was it for sure a fake ploy? Or do they steal it? They steal the trigger back. Like, is this this fake thing that they're passing around to think something's actually it stolen? It seem like the trigger's been stolen before. Which would, but that's, that's the, that's the bait and switch. Right. There, there is no trigger. But, but there could be a physical, there could room. be a physical object that is the trigger. Yeah, sure. It's not, it's not an actual trigger. Maybe passed from person to person. Right. And they just keep getting all these bad guys. Right. But why even have that meeting in the beginning? Who, there's no bad guys listening in on that. Because those guys didn't work for the CIA. It's above them. Yeah, that's the key. There's no leaks. Everybody thinks it's real. 
I guess if you want to keep it real, you got to start right? it somewhere. That would be why. It's so gotta, then you start it with those guys. So the military freaks out because I think it's missing. And then the little leakers like uh, Silk picks up on whatever feelers because he's got all those girls having sex with important guys in Washington. So they get bits and pieces of information. And then it gets to him. Yeah, but also the dad was feeding Silk was. information too. So he, it, too. he didn't even need his girls to pick up on the, the news. It's got to be believable. Got to set the stage. Yeah. And Silk, who was a pimp, who, uh, you he know. He was a pimp. He uh, he also knew martial arts. Well, I mean, that's to be expected. Yeah, everybody did. Uh-huh. From the bodyguard, even the low, lowest bodyguards in, uh, like, uh, Jason Slade's crew to the top uh-huh. uh, bodyguard, Jake's, uh, Jake Armstrong. Was a badass. I almost said Jake something. That's a wrestler. No, Jake Not Armstrong a, is a is a um, is a badass security guard. He's a badass security guard. He was just working for the wrong guy for four years. Right. He's a good dude working for a bad boss. He's he knows he's trying to make some money. Yeah, because and he gets involved well first of course because he's the bodyguard, but then Joyce goes and harasses Slade to try and get some information on him, like you know a reporter, like investigative journalism, like a gotcha moment. Then so then the bodyguards beat up, and well they try to beat up, uh, good old Joyce. And she whips a mad ass, and then Jake Armstrong gets yelled at by Slade when Slade had told him to go with the limousine, so he wasn't even around for that. But he, but Armstrong saw Joyce kick those security guards' booties, so then he decides to go to her house and break in and just to say hi to her. It's a sketchy move. Yeah, it's a bold move. She's okay with it because she can defend herself, I guess, and she just tries to convince him that Slade's a bad guy, and he's like, "No, he's not. I would have known it by now." Well, he didn't know, but he eventually will learn. And one day. Yeah. One day. Eventually. When he watches his boss beat the shit out of good old Silk, I mean, he beats him to death. Yeah, he, he kills a man. He, he dies. He kills a man. He dies. And I then was they hoping, didn't care. I was hoping when he got thrown into the boxes, they just, like, leave him. Yeah, I know. thought the same thing. Like, no. oh, he's going to survive, whatever. But, like, he doesn't care. He fired an old man who worked for his dad's company for 25 years. Who helped start the company? Yep, and then um, that guy hired bodyguards, <laughs> hired assassins to try and kill him. Man, what was that guy's deal? He's just uh, like they said the route you should go and you get uh, fired from your job, hire assassins to kill the boss. Hey, this is the world they live in. It's a dangerous place. Again, like, the banking world. Slade the, wasn't lying. The banking world is a very dangerous place. Everybody's hiring. Everybody's taking out contract kills on people. Um, by the way, I also feel like we got like the raw end of the stick as far as the Cynthia Roth rock movies go Nick, with the word honor in the title. Because right. right before this movie came out, she did a movie called Rage and Honor, and that looks way more like Cynthia Roth rock heavy. Well, we can watch them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she has so many movies that I would lo- love to watch. China, China O'Brien, uh, Tiger Claws. Interesting thing about Tiger Claws, I don't know what happened to this VHS tape, but at one point in time from a used video store, uh, music store, disc replay by us, I had purchased the VHS tape of Tiger Claws 3. Sassy. And uh, so I had that in my possession. I owned a Cynthia Rothrock movie, and I didn't even like really fully realize it. What a noob. I never even saw Tiger Claws or Tiger Claws 2. I just bought Tiger Claws 3 because it looked cool. You're like that guy at Walmart. That's what you were. You're like the little kid at Walmart. Yeah, but I paid a dollar for a VHS tape and not $20 for a brand new DVD. Yeah, well, a dollar back then was $20. (laughs) Back 
then <laughs> that's, that's how inflation works. I guess. You spent twenty. Yes. You spent the equivalent of twenty dollars of nineteen ninety one money or whatever year it was. So yeah, I, I owned a Cynthia Rothrock movie, not even really realizing who that was at the time. It's pretty uh pretty outrageous. Also, she was in a movie, and I remember this coming out because it came out after the Expendables had come out, and she was in a movie called Mercenaries, and it starred uh, a bunch of female. Yeah, we've talked about types. It before. That's the one we got to watch sometime. We've talked about this? Yeah. Last time we talked about a year ago. We talked about this a year ago. It's on Prime Video, Mercenaries. Wow. It has stars Bridget Nielsen, Vivica A. Fox, Zoe Bell, uh, Christana Loken, Cynthia Rothrock. Whatever happened to Christana Loken? Remember, I, she, she I was the know. Terminatrix. I think that it just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And then, and then she got like blacklisted for it. Unfortunate. She's great in that movie. Terminator 3 is an okay movie. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know why. It's, it's the ones that come after that are the problem. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing uh, that in the theaters and being so pumped. For, Terminator 3? Uh, for, yeah. Terminator yeah, I had 3. no problem with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a... Well, you know what the downfall of her career was? Not even just Terminator 3. What? She was in Blood Rain, oh. which was a video game... Right, Ubo, I watched Ubo that. movie. Yeah, that was... That hurts. Yeah, and then she was another Ubol movie in the name of the king, a dungeon scene. That sale. one's awful, man. I've that never seen either of them. That one's rough. It's got that's got Dolph in it. Yeah, and Jason Statham. It's rough. I don't know what was going on. How did on. Jason Statham get involved in that? I feel like he was riding pretty high in the transporter at the time. Well, Mr. Ball's got money. Like yeah. when he has these these video game movies get him a lot of access to a lot of funds. I don't know how. Yeah, Bluttering would do it. It looks like she was on a sci-fi series for a while, and then the show The L Word, I know that was on for like Showtime or something for a while. So she was doing stuff, and then... She's great. She kind of just like, kind of just started doing some straight-to-video movies, and... Interesting. Interesting. Uh, She still works, so I'm glad to see that uh, Krishana Loken... I I thought after Terminator 3, she was going to be like a huge deal. She could have been, but... I don't know why that movie got such a bad rap. Because the nostalgia was built in, and it was at the point when people decided they knew what they wanted, and it wasn't what they wanted. I don't know what you'd want from a third Terminator movie without Arnold. He's in it. He is in it. So I don't know what you, I don't know what you'd want. He's in it. Remember he? Yeah, yeah, I know, because he killed right. He goes to the strip club, and he yes, and he's the Terminator that kills John Connor. He's yeah. Programmed and sent back in time by his wife. Yeah. Which is cool. That's cool. And they talked about how John Connor's kids will be important, and no one's ever decided to touch on that ever again. The legacy post-apocalypse, post-human civilization. They never give me that movie. Well, they tried to. No, post, that's still during the war. Oh, you're right, Salvation is during the war. It's after they win. So they're rebuilding it amongst these robots, because they've turned a bunch of them into good guys. Right. So this is a weird post-society, the future of humanity. Cool idea, don't get that. I feel like... Sarah Connor Chronicles could have shed some light on that, possibly. Because well, they, they were jumping all over the place in time. And they gave us... They could have. Absolutely. Yeah, well, you'd have been able to address John Connor's whole life. The whole thing. And in that universe, it makes the most sense. Because, of course, he could beat the Terminator, because he's done his whole life. Makes sense. He's not just a flash-in-the-pan guy in Future World. Right. He's been fighting Terminator since he was a kid. Time travel's been a, a part of him. Then he gets transported to the future as a grown-ass man amazing he's got an uncle it's cool yeah i know Kyle reese had a brother yeah Derek reese yeah Yeah. he dies 
Then he's alive in the future because that's how time travel works. Everything about the show is great. It, if it had to end, I mean, I wish it would not have ended. It ends at a pretty okay spot. Yeah, but it's a major cliffhanger. Too. But that's why I love it. Yeah. Because it's like, because then you can just jump into like, oh, and then John goes and saves the world. But, uh... But good guy Terminators. Going back to three, though, uh... John Henry. If you have... John Henry is a great character. Good T-1000. It's a whole team. It's a whole... Good Skynet. Versus bad Skynet. Yep. It's just... A human's caught in the middle. It was... Pu- I was beautiful. If you had ever watched Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles... Go and watch it. It's Summer fantastic. Glau. Summer Glau. She's fantastic Perfect. on that show. That's true. She's great. Lena Headey, pre-Game of Thrones. Yeah. Everybody always is like, oh, blah, 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 from Game of Thrones. Well, and I only know her as Sarah Connor. Yes. And I was shocked to see that she was, of course, in the first um, Purge. She's the wife. She's mom. Oh, in the first Purge movie. I thought you meant the movie called The First Purge. Oh, Christ. I know. Because I didn't I see s- that one, so I was like, oh, I didn't know she's in that. But yes, yeah, she's in The Purge. Well, she's alive in that universe in that movie. Right. True. But it's not... In The Purge. She's in The Purge. Yeah, the first Purge film, not the first Purge. Why'd they have to name it that? Because it is, it's, I just... Purge I'm... 1, they could have called it. That's even more confusing. I just wish they would have shown the society that Leads into the purge. Yeah. I guess I don't need it. I'm living it, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, well, back. I just want to touch on Terminator Three real quick, though. Sure, on our podcast about Cynthia yes. Rothrock, uh, more yeah, Terminator because 3 it relates because Christina Loken, um, <laughs> and I mean, they're I in a wanna... movie together. Uh, but if you have the DVD, I highly recommend listening to the uh, commentary track. Don't talk about that. There's uh, some good stuff with Arnold where <laughs> they show. Christina Loken, you know, makes her breasts larger when she sees a poster on the wall. Everybody knows by now. And Arnold has mentions in there that he thinks that women will be able to like be able to do that one day. Everybody knows about that. It's how could you ever forget? You hear that once and you know. I feel like now most people don't remember that. Most people don't know about the commentary track from Terminator 3. Maybe I just think about it more often than I should. Right. Probably. Uh, well, and you know, wrapping it back to Cynthia Rothrock. Sure. And uh, the Good movie luck. we watched this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Honoring Glory. The, the, the title was mentioned once. It was, which is cool. She fights for honor, she fights for glory. Right. But really, they kind of fight for the same thing. They kind of both fight for honor. Right. There's no, like... Nobody's fighting for glory. Yeah, being movie. the reporter, it's not like all about me. It's like I want to break the story, and if I get killed doing it, that's. If anyone's fighting for glory, it's Jason Slade. Yeah, and maybe Jake Armstrong. He's kind of a flashy guy. Yeah, but he's just he's again honor though. He leaves his <laughs> he, job for honor. He does leave his job for honor. This movie just should be called Honor. Right, honor and honor, honor and more honor. Right, most honor, the most honor. Ooh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That's a that's a good title. The sequel's Your Honor. It's about a judge. Uh, but and you know Cynthia Rothrock, she's done, did a lot of action movies throughout her career. What? But it seems like lately she's been doing a lot of kids movies. That's fine. Uh, there's one called A Dog Gone Hollywood, where there's a dog flying a helicopter on the um, poster. I mean, that's what he's doing. <laughs> but then there's this other one called, and I've seen clips from this, by the way. Yeah. And it's called Cool Cat, the Kid's Superhero. And it's like an anti-bully uh, gun safety thing. Don't we usually talk about the movies we're going to watch next week at the end of the episode? This is true. 
cool cat. Actually, what I have seen, I haven't seen clips from this one, by the way. I've seen clips from Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Okay. And then there's an all there's also Cool Cat Finds a Gun. Uh, and Cool Cat Stops Bullies. Does he stop the bullies with a gun? Cool Cat in the Hollywood Parade. Oh, God. Man, I need, I need to watch Cool Cat Finds a Gun. I need to watch Cool Cat Finds a Gun. Do you need to? Do I guess need I don't to? need to. The same guy made all those, though. Derek Savage. Well, that's cool. It's a whole interconnected universe. If Vivica A. Fox is in, like, all of them. I'm happy for her. And you know who's in this one? Who? Eric Roberts. What's he doing in this one? Whatever he wants. I mean, true, but uh, just what, Cynthia Rothrock only makes a, an appearance in Cool Cat, the super. Some people are in for the glory. Other people are in for the honor. Yeah, but some people. Is it isn't it honorable doing PSA films? With That's a, what I mean. With a cool Cat. I'm on board. Yeah. I don't think they're probably getting paid much money to be a celebrity public service. Actor. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have access to their tax returns. I. I mean, I do. Oh, so what did you look up? Yeah, I'm always looking at Vivica uh, Fox's tax. Yeah. Well, returns. how is this? I need to make sure she's getting those residual checks for Kill Bill. How's Estradas? Estradas? Yeah. He's reckoning in that money since the Chips remake, dude. They did that remake movie. You know, we got a cut of the money for that. He's Eric Estrada, baby. Those those My Name Is Earl checks. He was on that show quite a bit. It's true. I remember there was a uh, a movie that was uh I don't know early two thousands. It was a uh, skateboard movie. There a lot of those out around that time. People like the skateboard. Yeah, they were real big around that time. CKY, those mm-hmm. flicks were out. Those yeah. were a little less skateboarding and more absurdities. Skateboarding was like the excuse to like yeah, do everything else. But there, but those guys were in this movie. I'm going to mention, but Eric Estrada's in it too, and it was called Destroying America. And it was like these guys, these two skateboarders going around in a white van and like skating everywhere. And they're being chased by a cop the whole time. Oh, geez. And the cop is Eric Estrada. That's funny. And Tony Hawk plays a pizza guy in it. And uh, it's just like all these like That's skate awesome. clips and stuff. And Eric Estrada drives his car off a parking garage at the end trying to chase down oh, the, and blows up. Oh, my God. Spoilers for Destroying America. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with... Breaks my Honor heart. Honor and glory. No, it doesn't. A he lot of died pe- for glory. He wanted to catch the catch the skater punks. He died for justice. What, what were they? They weren't doing anything. They were just skating. They should have been at home under supervision by their parents. I mean, they did cause some destruction, I guess. They do run through a uh, like an outdoor cafe with their van. One ongoing theme throughout the movie is that they have this white van they like rented or bought for this movie. And it just gets the shit beat out of it. For real. Oh, my God. And there's even clips of, like, them with, like, the CKY guys. And they're just, yeah. like, crashing the van and, like, into, like, a freaking tree and stuff. And so that's, like, an ongoing thing with the van, too. So oh, my God. I guess the it is justice. He died for justice. But there's their justice. They get away at the end. And the Eric Estrada's character is dead. As we've learned, sometimes justice fails. Sometimes it does, does fail. But it doesn't fail in this movie. No. Because uh, Jason Slade gets what's coming to him. Yeah, he does. And he has an awesome bad guy name. It's, he has an awesome bad guy look. Yeah. It's the the Don Jr. look. Yep, he's got it. 
He's got the, you know, the Wall Street look. Mm-hmm. That slick back hair. He's got the suspenders going. Yeah, he's, he's got a, the big tie. He's a scumbag. He, he looks straight up like a 80s guy from Futurama. He's 80s guy. He's he's the he's the, about, all about money. Yeah. You know. It's banking. It's not real estate, but same realm of influence. Yeah. You know, handed down the company. Yeah, rich, rich kid. Rich Dad kid. built the company from the ground up. And then he's going to fire his dad's friends. Yeah, who founded it with him. They worked together for 25 years. Seems like not not that long. 25 years? Yeah, like, I, mean, I feel like that for, like, building this big banking company, I don't know. But, like I mean, they... Could have been they, around a well, they, longer. I'm assuming the 25 years was, like, with that company, but they could have worked up... True. You know what I mean? he, so he's probably known him his whole life. True. If, I, if, you're, if I'm forced to read in more to this film. You're forced. So... I'm forcing you. Oh, wow. You heard it here first, folks. I'm being forced. Yeah, you're being forced to talk about honor and glory. And I <laughs> did love, though, in every aspect of this movie, uh, when people would just all of a sudden start on fights. Yeah. It was almost like a like an anime. It was, yes. It like, was a cartoon. Like, oh, I'm going to drive. No, I want to drive. Let's fight for the keys. Ha, 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 ha. When the beginning, when uh, Tracy and... Uh, Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee... Like, you think it's a giant, like, it's going to be a fight because you don't know who anybody is yet in the film. They start, like, beating each other's ass, and then it's like, they stop, adjust their clothes. So you bring it off for dinner tonight? Oh, I'm leaving. What? Oh, you're friends. This is how you talk, huh? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and uh, Dragon right. Lee, by the way, played by the guy who played Liu Kang in the Mortal Kombat films and uh, was also in Beverly Hills Ninja as well. Yeah, he was cool. I mean, they built a little little team of Kung Fu Avengers in this film. Yeah, they did have it at the end, a little mm-hmm. Kung Fu Avengers. Because you even had uh, one of the students from uh, Sifu's class. Yeah, Mickey. Mickey. He was... Uh, uh, like, he had the hots for Joyce. Yeah, he had the hots for Joyce. Unfortunately, that was not going to happen for him. He was a, he was much younger than she was, she I believe. Was, uh, younger uh, by a little bit, probably. And then I, she was just looking for somebody more, you know... Strong and dark and tall and handsome. And that was uh, one Jake yeah, they, Armstrong. They got pretty flirty because he, he breaks into What's her What's wrong with saying tall, dark, and handsome? I didn't say anything was wrong wanted. with that. I didn't say anything was wrong. I said they were being flirty. I didn't call you anything. You thought what you said might have been wrong. The, it's just your reaction. kind of. I think you thought I was going to go somewhere else with that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say tall, dark, and blind. Oh, because that was a joke she made. Yeah, it was a joke she made. Because he... She said, I do not want to be prejudiced, but I don't want to take advice from my... And then she paused for a second and said, blind man. Because he's an African-American man. So you may have thought she was going to say right. black. But saying blind isn't like better. That still like discriminatory. Uh, yeah, but it was more like blind man because like... He had big absurd glasses on. Right, and because of like... You know, he was talking smack about like her, like her moves. Right. So she's saying like he's blind to like what she what she's actually capable of, even though he had some fast kicks. Right. But that was the then when he breaks into her house, talks to her, he just walks off away into the field as opposed to going back to his car. That was really weird. <laughs> that was the first time he broke into her house. Oh, it was the first time. Okay. Yeah, and then he yeah uh, he just went off walked out the back. Over her, uh, she had a hammock that she was sitting in. Right. Not like you normally would sit in a hammock. And she she also answered the phone with, like, a staff and, like, slid it up the phone, yeah. up the staff and stuff. Mm-hmm. Real cool, like, because she's a martial artist. And, uh, yeah, he walked through the field when he left. It was real awkward. 
It was like they didn't know he didn't like the stage direction was not a thing that was uh, in this movie. No, no. A lot of times people didn't know what to do. There was the the guy in the background the one time that took the picture. Yeah, he's just standing there still, just like what? didn't like he's nobody told like, him to like walk away or. Let's find it shows you he's so frustrated. Yeah, that they took his they ripped the film, and I think Armstrong did that. He yeah. took the camera and ripped it out when he was still on Slade's yeah. payroll. Yeah, because he was he was doing what he was told. Yeah. And then the third time he comes back to see Joyce, he doesn't break in. He knocks, and then she like knows something's wrong. So I'm glad the rapport was like, I just walk into your house and we have this witty conversation. Then I leave. Yeah. He knocks and like, ah, oh, it's yeah, you were right, you were right. And then they eat noodles together. Yeah, there's like some sensual music playing. You think some things are gonna go down. They have a chopstick duel trying to get the noodles yeah, and it spills on the floor. Spills. They were uh, eating asparagus. Was it asparagus? Yeah, that's great. They're eating. Asparagus with chopsticks. This episode is brought to you by asparagus. I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, asparagus is all right. It's great. It's wonderful. It's fine. You don't eat fresh asparagus? I don't think most people do. I think most people eat cooked asparagus. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Losers. Losers. Losers eating it the way you're supposed to eat it. You just rip it off. You just rip it off the tree and chew on it. Yeah, the tree. The tree that it grows on. The asparagus yeah, tree. Yeah, the asparagus tree. Yeah. yeah. It's it's called the Asparagus. I remember that TV show under the asparagus tree. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was a neat show. If you do grill asparagus, you uh, oh, if you beer batter it, it's very delicious. Like deep fried? It's just whatever. Fried? Fried battered? I feel like if you're de- if you're beer battering it, then there's fr- it's, there's fr- you're frying it. I mean, whatever you do, it's a good treat. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a good healthy treat. Do you pee a lot afterwards? It's always a thing. No, it's only a thing to idiots. People say so. Because calling Austin Powers an idiot because he eats asparagus in the third movie and he pees. He eats it to keep peeing. You're right. You're right. Austin Powers is not an idiot. Yeah. He's yeah. also not real. He's an international man gonna, of mystery. I don't know if anyone's going to break this to you. Or not. I'm sorry. It has to be me. But he's not a real person. What? Yeah. Austin Powers is not real. He's a fictional character voiced by Mike Myers. Voiced? Uh huh. He's also played by him. Oh. He does both. Oh. I thought those were documentaries. Well. Like the, all the time travel, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe that somebody invented time travel. No, well, no, yeah, they, yeah, they do time. I was gonna say nobody time travel. Nobody, they do time travel. Yeah, he's they frozen, do. but they also time travel. They time travel twice. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they go to space. Yeah, well, let's have one of those. Let's make a fourth awesome powers right I'm now. I'm sure somebody's wanting to. God, you know it would be not. It would not be good. It might be. That's true. I like all three of those movies. Yeah, so do I. Genuinely, like I don't all know, three. I don't know how we're going to translate that to 2019, though. There was a special... There's a. There's something in the air back then. There was. It worked. It didn't. And then it didn't work when Michael Myers was like, what if I play more characters and I'm just going to be this guru guy? Remember that movie? Love Guru? Yeah, love... Tanked hard. Love Guru was not... Just should have opted for a fourth awesome powers. No. Yeah, they should have just went kept going. But maybe right. people would have been not so hot on it then. Maybe I mean they might they were kind of worn out with the Goldfinger. Yeah, Gold member. Right, it's because it's his dick. I get it. Yeah, he loved gold. I know. And uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, maybe people might have been burned down on it. I don't know at the time. Maybe maybe it'll never have a place to come back. It won't. Maybe it'll be maybe a Netflix movie. I don't know. I don't know. I Mike, think it's done. Mike Myers is just doing like random little roles and things. That's now. fine. He's because he's living off that Austin Powers and truck money, baby. He's loaded. Yeah, Austin Powers and Wayne's World. 
Yeah. Just, just keep it going. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, more recently in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay. He is the record executive that tells them that Bohemian Rhapsody, the song, will not work. Amazing. So a pure villain. He plays a villain in that film. Yeah. A villain character. Tells them it won't work. A song that long cannot be played on the radio. Hilarious. And, you know, irony. Yeah. Wayne's World, that song. Right. Do you get it? Do you get the joke yet? Do you get it? Mm -hmm. I get it. But anyways, uh, I'm going to start uh, writing Austin Powers for an Great. option the script to Mike Myers. Cool. Just read it on air next week. Yeah, I'll read the whole thing. I don't, I don't know. I need more than a week to, Let's to just, write the script. It can be a group effort. We'll start with I your mean, first draft. I, what's the first words? Yeah, baby. See, you're already halfway there. Halfway? Yeah. That's, the, that's half the script is yeah, baby. And um, who is his love interest in the third one? What Do was her name? Do you find me horny? What was her name in the third one? Um, Beyonce Knowles. Carter. Carter Knowles. I don't know what her the order of her last names go. But it was Beyonce? She was in the third Austin yeah, Powers movie right. as a love interest, yes. Good, so then she has to come back to the next one and die. Right. Or, or become not a robot. Even, or, or just be a not sex even bot. be there. No, they gotta write her off. Or they didn't write her off. Uh, I don't think Heather Graham is she even didn't in come the back third one. Not even for like the first second of the third one to just get her out of here? I feel like they may have got her to do that. Uh, I don't remember her being like a fembot or anything. I haven't seen those movies in a long time. I could that's, be, I could be that's wrong. That's fun. I want to find out now. She, she was Felicity Shagwell. Was that her name? Oh, nice. Heather Graham, third Austin Powers. I don't I remember her being, because I thought she stays in the past and he goes back to the present time. She was, it's, she's credited as being in gold number. Oh, maybe she is. I just, the beginning of Goldmember starts off with a fake movie, if you recall. I don't. It's uh, Tom Cruise as Austin Powers. That's crazy. It's the whole fake yes. thing. And you think it's going to be this epic Austin Powers opening, but it's not. It's uh, Tom, They're making a movie. Steven Spielberg is making a movie of Austin Powers. And uh, Kevin Spacey is Dr. Evil. Some foreshadowing there. Yes. Oh, bad. <laughs> Boo. And Danny DeVito was Mini-Me. Hilarious. You know there's a... I don't know if we're going to get back to Honor and Glory. But do you know that there's a... What? They're lying to me. Why do they say... Websites are so hard to... It's just a simple question. Because this one fandom, you know, Awesome Powers fandom wiki. Which... <laughs> Psycho is playing <laughs> that together. I don't know. But yeah, first appearance, the spider shagged me. Last appearance, the spider shagged me. So yeah, she wouldn't. This this according to this wiki, she was only involved in the second film. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he says to her that she needs to stay like in her own time or whatever, or she agrees to just stay. Um, regardless, uh, there's a weird petition going around online for Danny DeVito to play Wolverine in the MCU. People are like really getting on board with it. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. No. What's gonna happen He's is not... what's gonna happen is they're gonna pay Hugh Jackman more money and he'll come back. Or they're gonna pick somebody young. No, that's we've written that off. They're just gonna pay Hugh Jackman more money and he'll come back. I don't know what to tell Other you. people can play Wolverine. Can they though? Go with the go with their a first shorter, stockier. Go with their first choice, Glenn Danzig. <laughs> can you imagine that world? I think people are just on the uh, the Danny DeVito train. 
Because of the Pokemon. Thing. They wanted to be Pikachu, but guess what? Ron Reynolds is a good Pikachu. Did you see the movie? No. Oh. But I stand by the choice. Yeah, so do I. I wanted to see it a lot sooner than I have, which is disappointing. Yeah, I, I wanted to see it too, kind of. The only thing off-putting for me was like I heard uh, from multiple sources, not just like what, critic spoilers? reviews. Spoilers? No, no, really spoilers. More just like if you don't know enough about Pokemon, they don't explain enough about Pokemon. That's like like too bad. It's not like a, the Marvel movies that kind of, you know, if you know about the comics, good, but if you don't, Here's a little bit of explanation. Sure. This just like throws you in and like, if you don't know shit, good luck. Well, I mean, it's Pokemon exists. So I need to know. Yeah, but it's more than, I guess it's, there's I certain things. It. They kind of just assume, you know, like character traits. We'll see. About things. And if you don't, you don't. And it's kind of, that's unfortunate. Well, go into the movie, print on a chart that tells you what's good against a grass type. And then you just piece it together yourself. <laughs> what works better against a fire Pokemon? What, I'm that, sure I'll watch water. the movie eventually. It looks that fun. Be water. It definitely looks fun. Yeah. I don't know, man. You hate Pokemon. I don't hate Pokemon. You're like Pikachu, stupid chew. <laughs> you said that to me just two minutes Golding, ago. Golding, more like Goldingus. See? You're already on it. Like Bulbasaur. Snorlax. I yeah, mean, he hit just the nail put, on the head there. Yeah, he just put you to sleep. <laughs> Borlax. See, I know some of the names. Yeah. There's like the farty one. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, we're done talking about Pokemon now. Oh, sorry. We can talk about... We'll C- talk about the movie when we watch it for this podcast. Cynthia Rockwell. Cynthia Rockwell. That's not her name. It is it's not Rockwell. Rock. It's Roth Rock. Whoops. Looking up too many names real fast. Yeah, you're thinking of Shagwell, uh-huh. Rock. I was. I was. Chris Rock. Right. He's redoing Saw. It's fine. It'll it's, be fine. Yeah, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting development. You know, when you see... Saw's being remade by, I think that's the last that's, name. That's how people felt about Halloween and Mr. Uh, McBride. Yes. There were a lot of people that still feel indifferent about that movie. The, what you, the fight between her, Lori, and him should have been something else. Like what, more kung fu? <laughs> right? Do you want know. some back kicks? Uh, what, you know, actually, uh, I was listening to the Eli Roth History of Horror podcast with Quentin Tarantino yes. on it, and um, he had mentioned about how much he hated any sequel to... Um, to what? Any movie? To Halloween, Why? other than H2O. Oh. The man was loves Halloween H2O. Weird. Because he hates that they ever... That any of them ever made notion... That Michael and Lori were related. Oh, he hates that. He doesn't like that. He part. felt like it was a cop out that John Carpenter wrote into the second one to just keep things moving along. Oh, but I mean, it's his because bit. it was never it was never intended. They just threw that in there in the into the second one. Yeah, but people do that with sequels all the time. In the second one, they were never even going to make in the first place. Yeah, but people do that with sequels all the time. Yeah, but like, well, this 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 Halloween that we were just talking about, right? Goes with this notion that they're not related, right? Yeah, it just kind of wipes it away. But I mean, this is like in a, like look look at my shelf when I have movies called Halloween. I have Halloween, yeah. and then after it, Halloween, uh-huh. which is a sequel to Halloween, and then Halloween two through the rest. But then you get to like Halloween again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Three movies here titled Halloween, and two movies titled Halloween two. But people make people make weird connections and connect things all the time. Ian and Malcolm dies in the Jurassic Park book. Right. But then in the second book, after the movie has come out, 
Michael Crenn's like, oh, like it's, I still remember reading as a kid. It's so vivid. Like, oh, some newspaper reports were wrong. He survived. No, you had him die. <laughs> and then he's just a whole, it goes on to be just a full-fledged character. Right, again. you want to change things just because the, uh, yeah. The movie was and successful. And Ian Malcolm in the book does not look like Jeff Goldblum. He's like an old man. Ish. Is he, he's described that way. I've never read yeah. the books. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and he's got a, he does have a limp afterwards after the, in the second book because of his apparent death in the first one. His injury. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you could read those two books and you get two completely different stories. Like it's worth it to do someday in your life. Yeah, audio book would be great. You'd get like two new Jurassic Parks. Nice. Because there's still the plot of the second book waiting to be turned into a movie and it hasn't been done. Like the actual plot. Like they go to the second island. That's all they have in common. Maybe it'll get done in Jurassic World 3. I, they're going to be too busy throwing dinosaurs all over the earth. That's Who needs another island when they're all over the North America? You know, it's, I've heard some things that they, they don't want to do that like too crazy. Get off! They don't want to go too crazy with like the dinosaurs being all over. Like they want them to be more like animals. Would they would just you know out in the thing and obviously things are gonna go wrong. But life will find a way. Yeah, it's already found a way. They're just out in the open. And some people have dinosaurs to use as mercenary sores. Some of those guys bought their dinosaurs and left. Right, they did leave. So for, they for very little money. Odd. I feel like the money should have been higher on some of those bids. But you know what? You just got to get rid of them at that point. Once you have them, you just got to, you can't keep them around. No. I mean, you just really, really want, somebody really wants to use dinosaurs as weapons on screen. It's going to happen. Oh, they're going to, they better have laser guns. Like, like sharks with freaking laser beams Uh attached to their heads. They're how I brought that back. I do like that. Again, not not the movie we watched this not week. Not the movie we watched this week. Only because it's a movie you should watch yourself. But I mean, you won't, and I wouldn't blame you if you don't. Yeah, and it's there's like, nothing there's, right. It's just a, it's just a silly movie with like absurd fights that happen, and it's like funny when you're watching it. Like we were cracking up watching it because the fights, but it's more visual. It's like the fights just happen out of the blue, right, and the dialogue is funny. And the, yeah, and the dialogue is funny because it's it's stilted sometimes and just kind of comes at you. Everyone likes to narrate. Their inner thoughts. Yeah, that was probably one of the most standout things of this movie is like, there's no, nobody has an inner monologue that's all outer and they just talk to themselves wherever they're at. It's like nobody would ever say this to themselves. No. Or who are you talking to? Yourself, but it's not. So, you know. Yeah, it's fun. Whenever I watch these things, I just look for the, I look for the good in them and the things that are interesting and enjoyable. But I don't know if anybody would sit down and be like, I'm going to watch this specifically. Right. But there's also just a lot of weird interactions in this movie, too. Like It's funny. Some scenes that almost don't make any sense. Like, there's that scene with, like, uh, Slade, and he goes to that gym with that guy, Hank. Yeah. And, like, they take the stuff from the gym. I get it. But, like, you couldn't have made that scene mad. Like, the other scene where he takes the stuff from the restaurant, like, Mickey's there. He sees him. Yeah. The other scene is just, like, them at this gym, and they have, like, a really awkward conversation between the guy, Hank. Right. Who like owns the gym or whatever? And isn't there a little? Isn't that when? Yeah, Armstrong doesn't quit there, does no. he? No. Okay. No. Has he already quit by then? No. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, because no, because then they go to the warehouse and that's when he silk. sees him beat yeah. up Silk. Yeah. Yeah, that's when that happens. So yeah, that's like a, just a weird interaction. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a, the only thing for me disappointing is 
is that this was like billed as a Cynthia Rothrock movie and she's really not in it a whole lot. Guess what? Got you to watch it. Right. But like mission in, accomplished. It's like one of those like Jackie Chan movies from like his early days where he's on the thing or Jet uh-huh. Li. I've watched a few Jet Li movies where he's like, there was one called Contract Killer. Sure. I remember. And he's on the cover and on the box and we're renting it and he's like barely in it. Because they... And it's like, oh, got me. Yeah, they maybe, did get you. You made me rent this movie. They tricked you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for right. tricking me. Cool. Good marketing, guys. Or the movie, like the Bruce Lee movies where they where it's like Bruce Lee, but it's L-E, like L-I. Oh. Like there's like the slew of those movies. Sure. Where it's like Bruce Lee. And like Bruce Lee Back from the Grave is one, I remember. And there's a, sl- a ton of those movies, though. Yeah. Or they're just marketing on that the guy's name is like similar. Right. Hoping you don't pay attention. Yeah, you, you just, just see Bruce Lee. Like, and you're oh, like, okay. oh, and he looks like Bruce Lee. That's rough. Trickery. Why? Just to get your money. Money. Capitalism. Money. That's the, it... the only way. You know, honestly, I'm surprised. Uh, we were talking about Quentin Tarantino before. I'm surprised that. Cynthia Rothrock has never been in a Quentin Tarantino movie. She'll be in a Star Trek one. I, f- <laughs> I feel like she's like the prime candidate for like, you know, that like Kung Fu, yeah. chick Kung, Kung Fu of the 80s. You know, right when he was, you know, uh, working in the video store, a lot of her movies would have been coming out. Oh, he absolutely is knows all about every one of her films, probably. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm surprised he he's never shown up in uh, in any of her films. Seems like a like an obvious choice. Maybe it's too obvious for uh, for Mister Mister Tarantino. But yeah, I mean, I wonder if when that Star Trek movie, if and when it's ever gonna. Who knows? Who knows? Me neither. He's doing other shit, so it's all good. His new movie looks fucking fantastic, so can't wait for that. But uh, you know what I can't wait for is what? next week's movie. Oh my directed god! Directed by the same director as this movie. Yes, that's how we kind of how we found out this movie, but not really because I found the other this week's movie just randomly by title, and it just so happens that the director. Well, is the it's same. gonna be batshit crazy. Uh, the next week's movie. I'm just gonna say the title, nothing else about it. Yeah, Robo Vampire. Mm. It's available on Amazon Prime Video, just like this week's movie was. Ah. If you see a movie called Robo Vampire on. Amazon, and you don't at least save it to your watch list to watch later. Like I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like everybody should see that title and be like, "Yes, look, I need to see Robo." Look at Vampire. the poster. The poster is just a ripoff. It's literally somebody probably got sued for putting RoboCop on. The yeah, because the cover isn't even a ripoff of RoboCop. It is RoboCop. It is ro- is an illustration of a RoboCop. Yes, around vampire monster creatures. And like guns, and like a kung, like some sort of like almost like it looks like a David Lopan from Big Trouble Little China on the one poster. RoboCop. Peter Weller. <laughs> Peter Weller has nothing to do with this. Inside movie. of a robot suit, was used as reference for that drawing. Yes. Great. Great, and that's what we're watching next week for the podcast: Robo Vampire. So that's Nick. Yeah, that's who I am. I'm Corey. Yeah, you're something else too. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. 